Welcome to the ASC podcast, Cytopath Pod. Join special guests to highlight ASC activities in cytopathology education, advocacy, and research. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Barbara McGahee-Brain and I currently serve as the co-chair for the foundation uh, of the ASC. And we cheerfully raise funds uh, so we can distribute them as grant money in the, in the areas of advocacy, education, and research. And we are very pleased today to be joined by our most recent advocacy grant awardee, Dr. Asteria Kimambo. And she has done wonderful things um, in the very recent past. And so I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself and tell us about her project. Okay. Thank you, Barbara, for your introduction. And um, my name is Asteria Kimambo. Um, I'm a pathologist by profession uh, uh, from uh, University of uh, Mohindili University of Health and Allied Science uh, in abbreviation called MOHAS in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. And um, currently I'm a PhD student in cancer research and it's a four-year PhD program and um, as part of this program, PhD program, I was supposed to uh, prepare a project plan and uh, one of my project plan was to become more focused on a project that I've been working for for more than uh, uh, five years now as my research interest is more focused on uh, pathology, but more so on cytopathology. And uh, we are trying to improve cancer care through screening, but also through uh, using cytopathology as a diagnostic methods. And I've been working for those all those years on how we can improve breast cancer. And uh, the project was more focused on how we can use uh, cytopathology to improve our biomarkers detections, that is ERAPR and HAR2 and um, NK67. So I've been working on how we can validate the use of our uh, uh, fine needle expression biopsy on, uh, on uh, but by using GeneXpert to detect these biomarkers so that we can improve uh, the continuum of cancer care and bridging patient from the diagnosis to the treatment. So out of those uh, passions on cytopathology, I decided to go more focused on uh, other aspect of uh, cytopathologies, trying to improve uh, diagnostic uh, uh, facilities or diagnostic um, but in terms of cytopathology, by trying to improve how we see our patient and how we diagnose our patient using cytopathology and more so on fine needle expression biopsies. So traditional, we used to see our patients in fine needle expression biopsy where most patients, we do um, palpation uh, fine needle expression biopsies. And this has resulted into patient coming back for second biopsy because of uh, uh, missing lesions, uh, because we were doing under palpation. So I thought it's now a time that we can try to improve more. So 
on cytopathologies and fine illustration biopsies by adding uh, different other aspects of cytopathologies, including rapid on-site evaluation of uh, cytological material so that we can improve the adequacy, but also preliminary diagnosis, but also uh, to try to incorporate ultrasound, which has been uh, one of the one of the key equipment which is missing in our clinics where we we usually uh, miss the cases because there is no uh, radiological correlation of the lesions to know exactly where uh, we are putting our needles so this is uh, nutshell in this project that what I was uh, trying to look for so it's an implementation project where I wanted to implement the use of rapid on-site evaluation to make it usable and feasible but also to incorporate ultrasound training the pathologists on how to, to perform ultrasound because traditional uh, radiologists are the, uh, the, the expertise who guide us on using uh, uh, ultrasound machine especially to the lesions which are deep-seated or the lesions which we could not do palpations. So I wanted this uh, uh, to be as part of our field, to train pathologists, to train residents, to be able to perform ultrasound-guided uh, fine needle expression biopsy, but also be able to perform uh, rapid on-site evaluation using uh, reagents which are very uh, available uh, at, at our own locality and try to improve the cancer care especially in terms of uh, patients who are coming um, in our cytology clinics. So this is an, in a nutshell a summary of this project. Um, and uh, this project is part of my PhD. So if I manage to finish this project, I'll be able to have a publication because my PhD will be a PhD in publication. So I'll be able to publish several papers out of this uh, implementation project of uh, ultrasound-guided uh, fine respiration biopsy, but also rapid on-site evaluation for cytological material. So we will be more focused on uh, breast, or however we have done breast before, and um, we have been published a pilot study of uh, 50 cases so far in uh, pathology archive, and uh, we want to go more deeper and um, now training because in this pilot project this was uh, my pilot project so i was the uh, pi who was performing all this uh, uh fna but we wanted to be more so to other pathologists who are doing fine expression biopsy but also resident to be involved and to be implemented in the routine care so we publish more so in breast but also we we'll incorporate other lesions which uh need um ultrasound guidance during sampling, especially thyroid, but also we'll uh, try to go more further to lesions such as uh, deep seated lesion like liver. We also do some lesions uh, such as salivary gland lesions, where we previously don't uh, more focus on ultrasound, it's just by palpation and then you put your needle and sometimes you miss the lesion and the patient has to come back or we may miss tumors and the patient go back home and then come after two years with lesions which are more advanced uh, or advanced tumor just because we have missed a lesion just by doing uh, what we are doing uh, currently. So it's just trying to improve uh, care like the continuum of cancer care as part of cytopathologies. And um, so because of that, uh, this project need uh, funding and I thought it's uh, important for me to secure several funding because um, uh, as we know, 
uh, some of the PhD research projects, uh, we were funded only for coursework. So I was supposed to secure additional fund to, uh, to conduct this particular research. So uh, because I've been mentored uh, for several years by both, I had an opportunity to have a very strong mentorship both locally with my uh, mentors here in Tanzania, but also I've had a privilege to be mentored by um, uh, experts at UCSF, several cytopathologists at UCSF, and um, some of my, my uh, mentors there currently in other hospitals such as uh, Memorial Stone Catering. So I've been able to be mentored uh, by a team of people who are very committed and um, because of that, uh, uh, I was able to, to either have information of these type of grants when they come up, but also I've attended uh, some of one of the meetings for ACC in 2018. And uh, so I was more so involved. And so when the ACC Patient Advocate Grant came, one of my uh, mentor just informed me like there is this opportunity and you can apply it for it. We have a project and this is a cytopathology project. I think they may be interested. It is coming from your area, which is a resource limited area. So, and I saw the opportunity and I talked to my mentor. We had a, a Zoom meeting we discuss all these uh, available opportunity funds. And the first one, Fortnite was ACC. So I jumped in, I started the application process. It was very tough by that time because I, I was also moving to UCSF for my coursework for the whole year. So it was a bit tough, but um, I managed to apply all this grant. And as we know, many grants, they need you to be focused. They need you to have mentors who can help you, who can lead you on how to write. What is the best way of writing? How do you write a grant so that we can, you, can, you, can, you can make people support your research? So I've tried my best. Uh, I don't know how I scored, but I, I hope that I've scored um, uh, to the point that uh, I think the, the committee decided that uh, I, was, I was good enough or because of the mentorship team that I have, I can, I can, I can, I can get this, this award and uh, progress with the project and try to use cytopathology and try to uh, implement or try to uh, continue advocates, especially in my area where we need both of these uh, two techniques, both cytology and histology to make a diagnosis, but also in other parts of the, uh, the cancer care, such as screening and prevention of cancer, because we still need to uh, be able to go far away from where I am right now to try to pick cases where we can make a quick cytological diagnosis just by using rapid on-site evaluation and triage these patients to go and have cancer care. So, I was happy to get this grant, to get this news, and it was last year. And um, by then, I, I was at UCSF for my um, one-year uh, program of a coursework for my PhD. So 
despite that I was there, but uh, I think it's uh, it was a, it's a it was an opportunity, and um, so currently um, I finished my coursework, which I was supposed to take them there, and currently uh, I am in my country. Um, I'm back and I'm ready to continue with my uh, research project. So in terms of um, in terms of uh, where I am right now, um, we are still um, because I was applying for IRB while I was there, and uh, there are different differences on um, application for IRB, especially when you are a PhD student. In such that when you are a PhD student, your 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 project has to be uh, more comprehensive. It goes to a wider IRB meetings, and uh, I can say the process of uh, seeking for IRB they are a bit more complex than um, normal researcher. So we have been uh, in that process, and um, about a week ago, it was it has a chance to go to the meetings. And now we are finalizing and perhaps most likely we'll have um, IRB uh, around this month and we can proceed with uh, data collection. So by uh, using the, the funds, I was able to uh, secure some of the equipments which were very important in this project. And one of the equipment was to uh, purchase the portable ultrasound because we wanted this training because we originally didn't have a, a ultrasound machine as I've said. Um, so I purchased uh, a portable ultrasound uh, from Philips while I was there and uh, the fund was processed by UCSF so we were able to secure this. So we have the equipment now and we are trying to start um, making the training, especially to myself. I've been trained before. I've been trained two times locally, but I also had uh, in-depth training while I was at UCSF in the cytology clinic with one of the, uh, uh, one of my uh, longtime mentor. She's a professor, she's called um, uh, Professor uh, Britt Marie Young, and uh, we had time with her. She was training me. So currently now we are trying to have a local, more so on a local training. So we are, while waiting for IRB, we are still uh, doing local training and try to purchase more additional equipment so that we can uh, kick off the project. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that. I apologize for my phone ringing uh, in, the, in the middle of it uh, at the very end, but we are thrilled to to hear about your progress and how far the project has already gone, which is thrilling. And we also would like to congratulate you. I know that June was a big a big month. You were invited to present grand rounds for UCSF. And that uh, went off beautifully, I understand. And also you were awarded the Young Investigator Award at the ASCO um, uh, meeting. You're a, a ASCO Global Oncology Young Investigator uh, awardee this year. So we wanna congratulate you on that as well. And we appreciate you taking your time today and encouraging others who might be interested in applying for one of these grants. Yes, yes, yeah, thank you, Barbara. And yeah. So with regard to additional uh, funding, as I've said, um, we wanted to have a, 
a bigger picture of the whole project. And as you know, my PhD is for four years, so it, it needed uh, additional funding. And uh, so my mentorship team uh, wanted me to go more deeper and try to apply for more additional um, uh, awards. So ASCO came about after the ACC, then ASCO came about and um, I had to apply. And so I think I'm in a position to support the whole thing, to support the whole, the, the comprehensive part of the research project together with the ACC. And I think this is, I think the ACC was the, the opening door for, I guess, for more additional funds. So I was, I was, I was happy. I was happy to get the two because I think the two will complement each other and we will be able to finish the task that we, we wanted because as we know, the, the research needs a lot of support in terms of fundings. So I'm happy for that. Fantastic. We are very happy to help people open doors. So thank you again for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing what happens next. Congratulations. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you for listening to CytopathPod. You can reach ASC on Twitter at Cytopathology or via email at asc at cytopathology.org.